This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 35 for August 2nd, 2009. Why, hello there. Thank you for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Katie Carty Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for Josh. Uh, I was waiting for Martin. Uh, all right. You want to cut this out? Which one of you? Unless you want to go first. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court. And I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I'm totally leaving that in, because that <laughs> is classic. <laughs> classic. Pure gold. Pure gold or pure eternium? <laughs> Did I even say that right? Yeah. Ah, well, okay. So- and it's, uh, we, we're in the midst of the classics line right now, so the fact that it's classic fits right in as well. Absolutely. It's as it's as classic as Nordor. Mm, wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say to that. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> so, um, guys, there, there was some type of big celebration last week. Yeah, huge, apparently. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? Where were you at, Josh, if you could refresh my memory? San Diego Comic-Con International. Lucky. Hmm. I was there for all five days. Four days plus the preview night. Well, that's more like four and a half, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. And there was a lot of Master stuff going on. Well, what do you feel since you were there uh, is the first thing we should talk about? Uh, well, we should probably talk about the exclusives first. There were um, and exclusives? The, and the booth. There was. What were they? The exclusives were the long, long-awaited, 20 years in the making, hero action figure. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Gasp. <laughs> and uh, I uh, did get one of those. Mine happens to have the green gemstone. Lucky. In it. Um, which I'm very happy about because the green gemstone is the proper color. Exactly. For Heroes Gemstone. So I uh, got that, and that was quite cool. And the Masters of the Universe art book. Art book, you say? An art book. And I got one of those, too. <laughs> Please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> uh, and uh, it is... Uh, it's it's a cool book. Um it's got a lot of, uh, of artwork and a lot of sort of behind-the-scenes uh, stuff. I think, I, obviously, not being able to see the art, I got a bigger kick out of uh, hearing the memos that were sent back and forth that are included uh, in the book uh, to the different departments of Mattel back then as they were sort of uh, feeling their way through the, the early stages of the, the line. And uh, my uh, main thing is that it, that was really interesting, and for the most part, thank God, most of that didn't get actually used. <laughs> Well, the art book ex- itself, designed at Mattel, Volume 1, Masters of the Universe, was a limited edition um, out of a thousand copies. It's a soft uh, cover uh, art book with glossy pages. It cost $50, and um, the way they numbered it, it's uh, stamped on the front with a little sleeve that slides over the cover. It's a nice little sticker. And uh, proceeds benefited the Make-A-Wish Foundation. If you bought the art book... Uh, or whomever bought it for you, um, 
going through the book, then, um, it starts off with the vintage line, and that's where you have a lot of those memos uh, that Josh was talking about. And um, different things, uh, pictures from figures and um, different drawings, concept art, if you will, uh, from the classic line. And Beast Man was supposed to be Red Beast, originally. And Evelyn was Sultress. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of like Sultress. I think that's kind of cool. But Red Beast, really? Yeah, no. Come on, guys. <laughs> I don't Thank know. God I, am I just easy to please? I kind of like that. I like. I obviously I like Sultress more because it kind of goes with Sorceress is kind of like a generic name, mm-hmm. um, but cool. And then you have Sultress, also cool, but generic, but cool. Uh, so I don't know, cause red beast to me, it's like, because he could have had like a whole army of different colored beasts. And it was like, ah, I will send red beast. Because like, he's like the leader of the beasts. Yeah, that's and, awful. And there's blue beast. I like Green imagining beast. this rainbow army. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we originally, we eventually did get green beast. It was Moss Man. True. But he's, he's a good guy, though. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. And we got we got we got gray beast and that was Stratos that was also good. <laughs> I guess brown beast you have Grizzlore. That's right. You have sexy beast that's Adora. Oh wait, wrong <laughs> category. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. There's a wicked cool drawing of Castle Grayskull, um, in here, and I really like it. We can't show you pictures from the art book because that would be wrong. Um, plus, this is an audio podcast, so exactly, <laughs> be hard to do. Um, kind of hard paint to them do. a mental picture. Um, it's really cool looking, and it looks sad. Aww. I think the castle is in is in mourning because there's so many people fighting in front of it. Oh yeah, it's got like tears on it, doesn't it? I mean, it kind of looks that way, just the way it's drawn. Interesting. But I, I really like it. I love this, I live for this kind of stuff. I love seeing the behind the scenes uh, type stuff. They have more. I was surprised that they had a lot of pictures of the action figures in the book. To be truthful, I thought it would be more based around the art. Like they have um, scans from the Mattel toy catalogs, which are basically just pictures of figures. Um, mm-hmm. But they do show all of the uh, a lot of the mini comics. Um, and uh, the art that were on the back of the cards uh, for the classic line. So that's a nice little collection, although they are pretty small um, in the book. But that's all right, because they're there. The next <laughs> section of the book is oil paintings uh, from the vintage line. They was, were on the box art type things like Eternia, uh, Landshark here with good old Skelly and Man-at-Arms having a fun time. My personal favorite, Slime Pit. Uh, just just a grand old time. Battle Bones even makes an appearance, which is uh, one of my favorites. I always like Battle Bones. Because it's easy to my, carry the figures. Go ahead. My, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if it's in the art book or not, but just talking about the art from before, I lost uh, my vision, which was uh, obviously only a brief period of the classic line. I loved the, and still remember, the uh, art that was on the uh, Castle Grayskull box. I do not fantastic. think that one's in here, actually. But um, it should be because that was a fantastic piece of work. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice, yes, to have maybe all of the play sets, not yeah. just um, the slime pit in here. But um, there's a whole section devoted to Hero, as you would expect, because he was the exclusive um, 
figure. There's a nice little write-up about him. It has a picture of the new toy, um, a classic rendering where he actually looks a lot different, and his symbol is more uh, like a G, most likely for uh, Gray, which is his. Uh, well, Grace, yeah. In the in the book, it actually talks about that it was supposed to be. Uh, I think it's in the book. It was supposed to be Gray Skull um, initially, and yeah. that was hence the G. So yeah. Although I like I like Hero better because it plays more. Just like I, I I'm not getting into the whole King Gray Skull argument. It's not really a thing. I have no problem with people called Gray Skull. It's just Hero kind of goes more with the whole theme of things. Shira, He Man, Hero. If he's going to be a main. Uh, uh, yeah, figurehead. I agree. I, I think too that I'm a lot more accepting of it that they since they gave him, uh, it, you know, you know, they kind of made Hero uh, his sort of a nickname or whatever. His sort of a this is his super name, so to speak. And Rose is his real name in the classics line. Or Gray. It's that makes it a lot more because for a long time, I don't know. Hero, it's taken a long time to grow on me. Hmm. But I'm better with it now. I've made my peace with it. <laughs> Something you should do with King Grayskull, I think. Um, <laughs> you could benefit from making your peace with King Grayskull. No. The next <laughs> section is Martin's favorite section of the book, which is the new adventures. So perhaps he would like to uh, walk us down memory lane there. Uh, I was pleased to see a new adventures section in the book. Uh, I think it's probably the shortest one in the book, but it's still nice that they put it in there. Um mainly just art from the card backs and things but um, one I found very interesting was a picture of He-Man with his bird from the cartoon series, it was called Clubber and uh, he was gifted him as a pet in one of the early episodes Mm -hmm. and it looks as though they were going to make him an action figure and he would have sort of leapt from He-Man's arm and uh, that's the first time that's ever surfaced that was nice to see Cool. oh yeah well, I like the, um, it's right by that picture. There's like a uh, more so animated looking rendition of He-Man. He looks like mm. a little beefier than the cartoon. He looks yeah. cooler. I mm. agree. I would kind of like that animated. Mm. Martin disagrees. <laughs> I, I agree fully. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then we're on the same page, literally, and... Uh, <laughs> in our minds um, but I was nice I didn't uh, I didn't know what to expect from the art book I didn't know if it would have new adventures in it I didn't know if it would have Princess of Power it does not have uh, Princess of Power in it skips over that so perhaps we're going to get our own Princess yeah, of Power I, art book betting on an art book next Comic Con to be Shira Line I don't that know that would be cool although I mean eh, the He-Man one has a lot more stuff to to put in it I don't know if would it be a thinner book if it was Shira. Uh, well, they left a lot of stuff out of True. the Masters one too. I think that probably you'd have enough content to make a similar sized book. I think. True. They might continue maybe to be a, a Masters and Princess of Power book next. That time. may be. I mean, they have made it clear that this is Volume One. Now that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's all going to be Masters related Correct. necessarily, but but I am suspecting that we'll get volume two next year and it'll be Shira. I, I, I would be very surprised if they didn't capitalize further on this uh, success of the classics line. Good. Yes. No, no to Mattel. We don't need one for Barbie or Hot Wheels. That's <laughs> absolutely correct. Well, I mean, if they want to do that as well, True. feel free. Two, two and I, three, two can be Shira. Three can be Barbie meets Hot Wheels. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the modern line, uh, which we fondly call as the like 2000X line with the four horsemen, is the next section. And there's a uh, few little things in here. What appears to be a horde armor, would you say, He-Man, um, that was probably going to be in the next season of the cartoon. Is that the one with the ponytail? Yes. I love that one. It's so cool. And it clearly illustrates, <clears throat> movie, that um, he can still wear his furry underwear and not be naked. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Right? Am I right? Now, I don't know. I, the one I do not like um, is the He-Man on the next page where he kind of looks like he's from Japan and yeah. old. <laughs> I mean, his face. He looks like he has aged. You're right, now that you mention it. Oh, I thought that was Man at Arms. <laughs> Clearly. Hmm. And what's with the buzz cut? No. He-Man yeah. needs hair. It's like they were kind of going... Like, that would be like New Adventures of He-Man Head, but the body is not New Adventures. I don't know. That one I don't like. Sorry, Four Horsemen. I like the other ones. My He-Man incarnations with long hair. Um, yes. He should be able to, like, move that hair around. (laughs) (laughs) What I did like is there's, um, 2002 concept art, actual art as opposed to figures, um, on the next page. And there's different renderings here of He-Man and Skeletor. I don't know if this is for a cartoon or what, but I like lots of elements in each of these. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially the one in the lower uh, left-hand corner and upper right-hand corner. Yeah, like those the, are my favorites. The lower left-hand corner reminds me of, like, the way they would draw it on, like, a Cartoon Network show or something. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's that one? Samurai Jack or something? Oh, uh, yeah. It kind of looks like that. And then the top one there looks more like... um. Uh, Fun animated, and this is uh, still part of the modern line. Uh, yes, section. Yes, yes, and they. I mean, but but really, He Man and Skeletor look classic. In them. yeah, the one looks very filmation esque. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one I like the most. That's the upper right hand corner. Um, looks very very filmation. Like if you took the a- old action figures and just made them animated, less stylized and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, more concept art than, you know, throughout this. There's the nice big mural that the Four Horsemen had at another comic convention, which is the only appearance of She-Ra in the book. Uh, she's in this lovely mural, just FYI. Then it goes into the classic line, which we've seen most of this stuff before, which is the pictures of the figures. And then it goes to what they call the future, which is concept drawings done for a possible uh, Masters of the Universe movie. Now this stuff is what I dig. Um, I know there's probably a lot of heated opinions on this, but right off the bat, first page here, Sorceress looks fantastic. Oh, Sorceress was the best of those characters, I think. Oh, that's like perfect Sorceress. You know, and it, to me, it's like a mashup of classic Sorceress, 1987 live-action movie Sorceress, and New Adventure Sorceress. Yeah, I can see that. It's perfect. FYI... I- Ooh. Go ahead, sorry. Huh? I wasn't saying anything. I was just laughing. Oh, I think we had a little <laughs> bit of Skype lag there then. Uh, no, I was just going to say, the um, 
uh, the He-Man and Skeletors in here, though, that were described to me did not sound nearly as impressive as the Sorceress that you're discussing. Oh, yeah, no, the Sorceress is definitely the highlight out of all of these. Um, real quickly, the, on the next page, there's a Prince Adam in regular garb and Prince Adam in some type of techno suit. Um, I actually like both of these. Um, I know people don't want Prince Adam in a techno suit, but I think the techno suit looks really cool. But why do we need another Iron Man? Come on. Um, because Prince Adam has feelings too, Katie. <laughs> and sometimes he wants to kick a little ass. <laughs> but he's got a sword. He doesn't need a suit. This is before he becomes He-Man. We'll go with that, right? Eh, maybe. Are we sure this isn't their movie version of He-Man? Untransformed. Wasn't That's what it? I'm afraid of. Well, I can see your point on that, but I do like the suit. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Skeletor... Boo! Um, yeah. <laughs> um... He doesn't yeah. have a skull for a face. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, assume, which is just wrong. Yeah, this is going to be the same type of problem that people have with, I assume, a similar problem in G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra with um, oh, yeah. Cobra, Cobra Commander, Commander. is yeah. not going to have uh, his helmet or his, uh, what do you call it, cloth or whatever goes over his head. Yeah, um, the helmet or the mask. Yeah, whereas here Skeletor more so has a face. Now, though... What could be cool is if we, which I believe this might have been what happened in the script that leaked. I can't remember. Um, throughout the movie, his face changes to eventually be just a skull. I could live with that. Yeah, that, that would be acceptable if if they did something along those lines. But he has to have the skull ultimately. Yes, definitely skull. A lot of people complain about the '87 movie with, with the rubber mask. I think it looks good. Yeah, it worked. It worked. I kind of liked it, yeah. I mean, it worked. That And that's 87. Think of what they can do now. Yes. So, I mean, they can only improve, right? This. I mean, they've, they've already shown what they can do with things like Ghost Rider along that line. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, it, can, it can be done. It can be done well. It can be done convincingly. Just do it. <laughs> the costume reminds me a lot of the um, 87 movie. Like, yeah, there's no, they're... like, crossbones on it. It's very dark. <laughs> he still has a hood. There's something. <laughs> I like the costume, just not his face. Yeah, the face is absolutely not. Mm. Boo. Um, At least it's yellow. True. <laughs> like icky colored skin. Oh, I suppose. You know? <laughs> it might just be icky colored skin. I'd like him to have no eyes as well, and he has glowing red eyes mm. in this. Or nothing at all. I mean, I always kind of liked the renditions of Skeletor. It's just these black socks. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I mean. No eyes. This one. Yeah. Oh, prefer, I see. I thought you were yeah. saying the red eyes. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. I also don't like uh, Beast Man. He looks like an ape. <laughs> oh, he does. He just looks like an ape, and he's angry. Like, I can't picture him speaking, although he may not speak, because he's an animal. I don't know. Um, mm. But, um, and Spikor kind of scares me. I, I like Spycore. I gotta admit, that I'm, one's cool. I'm know. really glad they did Spycore, because everyone forgets about Spycore. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, it does show that... Because, see, seriously, I think that would be nice if the movie, like, everyone expects that, like, okay, there'll be Tila, Man-at-Arms, Evil Lynn, Beastman, maybe, like, Merman, like, these, like, the early players. They should mm. shake this stuff up a little. Why not throw a Spycore in there or something early mm-hmm. on? 
Yeah, I'm certainly not opposed to them doing that as long as we still get the core characters as well. Like all those ones you just named off, with with the possible exception of Merman, um, I would have I would take a little bit of issue with if they weren't in a live action movie because that was part of the problem with the '87 movie. As much as I enjoy that movie, was uh, there wasn't a whole lot of the characters that we were there wanting to see. Well. I don't know. I mean, you had He-Man, Tila, Man-at-Arms. Um, yeah, and you had Skeletor, Skeletor Evelyn, Beastman. Uh, Beast and that was it. I mean, you had the Sorceress, who didn't really have much of a role, really, in the film. Yeah, but I and mean, like, those were the core... At your very core, though, wouldn't you say? At your very, very core, but the there were so many other characters in the movie that I would have much rather been replaced with characters that we already knew. You know, Blade was okay, Sorod was okay, and I don't have a problem with them being there. But if I had my choice between them and characters that we already, uh, you know, had and loved, sort of thing, and wanting to see them in the, in, you know, it would be sort of like, and not exactly the same, but it'd be sort of like, uh, here we're going to do this Harry Potter movie, but we're going to, um, we're not going to have Snape in this one, and we're going to create some other villain just for this story. <laughs> I mean, it, I realize that's a little bit more uh, of an extreme, but it's still sort of the same thing. You go, if you're a fan anyway, you're going to see the characters that you love not to see some weird things that they're adding in. And if they want to add in new stuff, there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, it shouldn't be done at the expense of the uh, the core characters. True. Although, I mean, in all actuality, it was most likely to sell some more toys. So and and I understand, I understand yeah. that which was which is kind of even better this time around because if we get a He-Man movie this time it won't be on the tail end of exactly. He-Man coming down in popularity so there's not as much of a okay we're going to create these new characters to maybe spice up the line add some more sales this will be a whole line just based for the movie so. Exactly. And that's a plus. Now, you did say about um, not liking the He-Mans uh, that were in here, and yet He-Man, speaking of Iron Man that Katie mentioned, I actually don't hate the outfit they have He-Man in here. It's kind of like a goldish outfit um, with red, but it's kind of Iron Man-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, He-Man is the strongest, most powerful man in the universe. He doesn't need an Iron Man suit. Exactly. I mean, to me, it's more of a solution so that they wouldn't have to get an actor with some bulk. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Um, so, like, you could have, I don't know, like, you could have someone, like, who plays Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's too old and doesn't look like He-Man, but you could have someone like <laughs> that playing He-Man that's, like, a normal person because he's buffed up in this suit. Yeah, not not a fan of that idea either. I, I, I've never been a huge fan of the human um, versions that were so decked out in armor. Mm-hmm. About as as far as I'm willing to go is like the battle armor yes. slash battle sound ones. When you get to anything beyond, even the the snake armor, He Man was okay, but still too much armor. That's not what He Man is about. Yeah, I I I always wanted to see battle armor He Man in the filmation cartoon. That would be like that would be the most accepting. Like if they did some type of battle armor. For the movie, but I think the classic a classic outfit should make an appearance. Maybe that's the yeah. first outfit he wears in the movie, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly uh, wouldn't object either to using the, sort of the concept that they were starting to, to go with in the uh, Mike Young series, with um, you know, the, the, depending on the situation, 
he may have a different outfit that comes with the power. You know, he had the, the Snakeman thing. He apparently was going to have the Horde thing. Um, you know, I would be, I, I always sort of, uh, in my own internal mythos, kind of included the uh, ice armor in that as well. Just, uh, I, I would be fine with that. If, the, you know, the power gives him different armor that's better suited for different situations, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, we need the classic uh, outfit at some point. I, I kind of like the idea of the changing, but in a way, I think that's also a cop out as to why does he need this? He is the most powerful man in the universe. Like kind of like how people are like, okay, what's Shira going to turn her sword into today? Like you know, sword to kitchen table. It's time to eat. <laughs> you know, like that type of yeah. thing. Um, so it could get out of hand. But if they if they do have a problem with they can't have he man that naked because the kitties don't like it. Um, <laughs> there's probably a happy medium where you could still have that classic look, but he's less naked. Yeah, I, I, like I said, what I'm saying too, I, I definitely am not saying that would be my preferred solution. Mm-hmm. I would just, it's just an acceptable uh, compromise. I think it's time to bring back the buff actor. There haven't been any Luferignos or Dolph Lundgrens or. What's his name? That's the governor of California. You don't see Schwarzenegger. Yeah. What happened to that? That used to be cool back in the 80s. And yeah, early they 90s. all got old. I know. <laughs> nobody's replaced them. It's sad. <laughs> Although, I probably some people would say to you, well, Dolph Lundgren can't act. Or Lou Ferrigno, you can't understand what he says. They did fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think Lou so. I will always be my Hulk. Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't have a problem with with any of the people that you mentioned. Like I said, I like the 87 movie. I don't see who at that time you could have put in the role and it would be believable except for Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. At the time. I it, Like Arnold Schwarzenegger could not play He-Man. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone could not play He-Man. Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. Yes. It made perfect sense. A plus, whoever casted him. Because <laughs> I believe he was signed before the movie was even written. So kudos to him. <laughs> <laughs> I did it! I did it again! I took over in Mastercast! Because I'm awesome like that! Because I'm unemployed Skeletor taking over! Uh, this is Unemployed Skeletor with my San Diego Comic Con report. I am currently at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, it's actually a week later. Uh, I never left because, um, well, first off, it's a roof over my head. And secondly, I'm kind of getting back at all the uh, vendors. I've been uh, eating all the food at night, you know, to get back at the fact that they charge like three fifty for a bottle of water. Yeah, kiss my big blue butt, okay? Uh, so, yeah, I've been getting back by eating that. Oh, and by the way, Mrs. Fields, whoever you are, you have lovely, tasty cookies. So check that out if you haven't had those. Let's get right down to it. Number one, I don't know if you all saw my work shown at the Comic-Con. I got here early, and I froze Hero with my freeze ray of freeziness. And so that statue, quote-unquote, that you saw was actually Hero. <laughs> so, ha-ha, <laughs> I got him. 
yeah, I'm bad. Also, at the uh, Castle Grayskull, uh, they showed my commercial, and they showed some blogs, which was cool. Uh, but let me be honest. First off, Castle Grayskull, wow, totally sold out. You know, in the past, I'd go to Castle Grayskull, and there'd be rooms and stuff. And now you just walk in, and they're just trying to sell stuff. You know, I mean, apparently, I think Sorceress is in debt or something, because uh, just, you know, not enough sorcery cool stuff just showing you toys to buy you know like that'll work <laughs> at a convention <laughs> people like they think people are obsessed <laughs> with toys they have no idea i should be a businessman okay let's see what else speaking of toys they also had apparently this year they tried something new a uh, limited edition stuff at certain booths, you know, uh, you get limited edition book. I, I try to look at the art book for He-Man, look, you know, nice, nice artwork and such. Not enough me. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, some toys were limited edition, you know, which I think personally limited edition is kind of, you know, kind of foolish because once you slap limited edition on there, technically it's not really limited, kind of in the sense of, I don't know, like, for example, the dumbest thing I actually saw is a limited edition food. Once, like a Mounds Bar pina colada flavor, and they slapped limited edition. It's like, technically, isn't all food limited edition, if you think about? I'm thinking too much, because I'm, I'm lonely. Um, and let's see. Um, oh, I, I, I got a Gleek, a monkey from the Wonder Twins, and I used some magic, and I made him come alive to become my friend, and he pooped on me. So that's not fun. So I wouldn't recommend bringing that monkey alive, because uh, if, if he doesn't have his Wonder Twin buddies, he's really mean. Um, okay, let's let's try to wrap this up here. Uh, what what did I think of the con? It was chaos, you know, as always, San Diego Chaos Con, San Diego Promo Con. I mean, that's what it is. You know, people are promoting stuff. People are just fans, everyone, just crazy, just running around. I got to get here. I got to get there. How can I be in two places at once? Why won't they clone me? You know, literally people are thinking that. Um, uh, also, by the way, you know, the uh, slogan of He-Man by the power of Grayskull. I, I've got one for you. By the power of B.O., get some deodorant. Seriously. Like I walked through a wall of B.O. many times. I, I have created many, many weapons, and that was way even too strong for me, if you know what I'm saying. So all in all, it was, uh, you know, it was always just, you know, fun, but kind of kooky. You know, you got to, you know, prepare yourself. They got to come up with like a workout video to prepare you for San Diego Comic-Con because it's, it's, it's a workout. You know, it's crazy. Um, oh, also saw a lot of losers dressed up in costumes. <laughs> come on. That's just, <laughs> you really, eh, you see. So that's, that's about it for San Diego Comic-Con. Um, now, since I've taken over MasterCast, I think we'll play a little music. So up next is, uh, Samyani, uh, from his live at Red Run. Wait, no, no, you can't, no. <laughs> Listen to Samyani. No, what a world, what a world. So we already grazed over him, but Hero was released at San Diego Comic-Con, and he did sell out. Very quickly. He sold out. Um, He came different colored gems. Surprise! Green, purple, or red. Um, For you true Masters fans out there, if you want to go with the actual color of what Hero's gem is supposed to be, then you are hunting for the green gem, which is also the most common gem. And is the one that I got. So chances are you're probably going to get green. But you know, I'm going to get purple, and I just know it's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to cry for a week straight. I will. I will. I noticed Martin got his order in before I did. 
Aha. And then I'm going to get a purple stone. <laughs> this was my first time dealing with the um, the newly revamped MaddieCollector.com with the red refresh screen. Um, but I got through it with flying colors. Awesome. Oh, I got through in about 10 seconds. Well, yeah, I actually, I mean, I, I loaded up the page. I hit reload once because I didn't get, get the red page yet. Um, then the red page came up, then it reloaded and put me right into the page to order. I added hero. I was already in, I, I was all, I was, then when it went to take me to the screen that you would actually hit the submit, I got the red screen again for about a minute or two. And then it came back and I could submit my order and all was well. <laughs> he didn't sell out till later that afternoon anyway. So excellent, excellent day for Maddie. Uh, the fans were rejoicing happiness yes yeah it worked out it seems like uh, yesterday went much much better than uh, in the past so that's that's a good sign hopefully we'll, that'll continue yes also if you want to stop dealing with that every month um you can sign up i believe there's just a few more days left for this um the club eternia uh subscription on maddie which will guarantee you all 12 regular figures uh, which is what I did because it's just safer for me. <laughs> it does not include bonus figures, um, which I know a lot of people are complaining about. Um, and I definitely hear you on that because a lot of people are going to be having to pay shipping twice um, per month. But I have to say is I'm glad personally that the bonus figures are not included in the subscription because the subscription figures are all brand new figures. Some of the bonus figures are going to be repaints and or re-releases of figures that were already out. Right, like in December, we're getting three figures in December. The uh, regular release, which is King Randor, the Green Goddess, which is essentially a repaint, and um, Skeletor reissue. So definitely, uh, that would be an expensive month if you didn't want all three. Exactly. It it would be definitely expensive. A lot of people are not going to want all of the bonus ones. Um, For example, one of the bonus ones is um, a repainted Zodak to look like the uh, Mike Young Productions version of Zodak, which I actually like better than the classic Zodak. What? Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, And, And did you notice that he is not just a repaint, though? Because well, he's got he's got two things. He's got a, the staff from the Mike Young's productions, and they've used Hero's boots on him instead of the Skeletor boot. But essentially, feet. you see what I'm saying, though. It's like, okay, I already have the classic Zodak. Do I want Zodak? Right. No, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. But at least he is, he is more than a repaint. A lot of the repaints, too, like say the Green Goddess, she is technically just a Tila repaint, but she does come with the staff, right? Oh well, so does Tila, though. Oh well, at least it's different colored. But my point is, is I actually did not buy regular Zodak in anticipation of this happening. (laughs) Because I wanted the newer Zodak. So I got my wish. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, but any case, I can see the point. Um, Maybe a solution for some people would be some type of bonus subscription you could add on later? I don't know. They, Mattel says there's problems, though, with shipping because, obviously, Battle Cat, who is a bonus figure, costs more to ship than the Green Goddess. So take it for what you will. Yeah, I'm afraid of how much Battle Cat's gonna cost in general. He is huge. Yes. Really? Battle Cat's gonna be a pricey item, fans. 
isn't it? Did they not say that Battle Cat was just going to be like ten dollars more? I think, than yeah, I think he's going to be thirty. But to ship him, it already costs eight something uh, to ship. Well, for the United I, States, I, I haven't seen anything on the price of Battle Cat. If it's really thirty, that's uh, that's really astounding to me. I mean, I, they, they opened up the case for me at Comic Con. Let me touch everything again every year. So thank you, Mattel. That is awesome that you keep doing that. Battle Cat is so much bigger than you would expect i mean if they if he was the same scale you know the, to the to the five and a half inch figures of the classic line and the battle cat of that line um he would he's probably twice the size that you would expect I mean, he's very big well i mean it makes sense because these classic figures are bigger than the not classic by much though. figures only by a half an inch these are six inch figures i know but if you if you put them next to each other there's a sizable difference like even in bulk you know what I mean? So you, Battle Cat's going to have to be bigger to, to hold the figure. But I do believe it is 30. What Martin said it rings a bell in my head. All right, I haven't seen that. If that is the case, that is an incredible deal because uh, Battle Cat is just awesome. Um, and I almost had the opportunity. I did not take it. I am a good person. <laughs> I almost had the opportunity. I could have walked out of Comic-Con <laughs> with Battle Cat's front right paw <gasps> because they it's a prototype and uh, the prototypes that they were showing me were falling to pieces because they were actual figures and uh, the <laughs> battle cat's paw fell off in my hand exactly the perfect size to hide in my palm and uh, nobody noticed you could have made I, that I, into a necklace and everything right <laughs> <laughs> And then the four horsemen would have had to have re-sculpted it, I guess. And you know, uh, but yeah, I totally could have. It was a, it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic sculpt. Well, he will be one of the bonus figures, which include reissues and repaints. Uh, what they call the oversized uh, figures, like Battle Cat, um, Army Builder two packs, various price points depending on size. Um, we're gonna get what uh, Battle Stands. In the, in the spring of 2010, uh, so you can have your figures standing up. I use poster putty on mine, uh, the feet. To make I'm looking forward stand. to the stands. I, I like the idea of the stands. I loved the stands that came with the um, the, the stations. Yeah. So this is this is good, and I like the fact that they're sort of done as the landscape. At least it's how they've been described as they're mm-hmm. sort of rocky things. So we will also get uh, one accessory pack per season. <laughs> and yeah, the stands they look like um green, rocky like um land from around Castle Grayskull. Cool. So that'll be cool, yeah. I'll definitely be picking those up. Um Maddie also uh re- released we're gonna get Webster in September, which I believe we already knew that. Yes. Um in October we get what's her name? Oh, she's kind of annoying. Oh, Tila. Nice. <laughs> Tila. Tila's awesome. This yeah. time uh, I, around, I, I do like the figure. I mean, obviously, I'm going to get them all, but I, yeah, I will buy. I'll buy Tila. All right, you convinced me. <laughs> uh, the October bonus is uh, Mike Young Productions uh, Zodak, which, as Josh mentioned, which I guess I didn't really no- notice that it is. He has heroes boots, so that is kind of cool. And I will say, too, that well, that also matches more like the boots that he had in the Mike Young, you know, closer to the boots of the Mike Young series oh, yeah. than, than like Skeletor's would be. So that's so uh, see, that's 
See how much? See, this is this is why a lot of people don't want them reusing parts, but I think this is awesome. This is what the original line did. That's why the classic should be doing it. Because look what you're getting from Hero. You're getting boots, and you know you're getting a bow coming down the line sooner or later. So... A couple of uh, things I'd like to point out on these October figures, since mm-hmm. I uh, I did get to look at them too. Um, outside of that, the the Tila figure I also really liked the fact that they did throw in some 2002 nods in there. She comes with mm-hmm. the sword mm-hmm. uh, from the 2002 line, and if I'm not mistaken, she also had the sort of the armband uh, things on her arms, I believe, um, like the 2002 Tila did. Oh so. yeah, she has armbands down at uh, her hands and up on her bicep. Yeah, up on the up the upper ones is yeah. what I was I was thinking of because that was definitely uh, you know that's a nod to the two thousand two because the classic Tila didn't have those. So very happy to uh, see that kind of uh, kind of uh, meshing of the two lines. So that made you happy, did it? It did. The more the more they mesh the lines together, the, the happier I am. Because I'm a much bigger fan of the the 2000 line All, than the classic. Although, just to note, the classic Tila figure has has armbands on her biceps as well. Mm, are they maybe they're just painted? No, they're they have like little circles. In the roofs. 1980s, yes, Tila? regular Tila or back in the day Tila. Uh, there must be something about them because you can't feel them. I never knew they were there. Um. Let me pull up. A, I'm pulling up a picture here. It looks like you can yeah. feel them. Oh, I'm you can sure feel you... the ones down at her wrists. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. One. I'm pretty sure you can feel the upper ones, though. I'm gonna have to pull out the Tila and. and uh... I think you need to re-reference that one, sir. Yeah, <laughs> and I will. You can, you can feel them. I'm gonna. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I stand corrected. But she does have the sword, so and she comes with yes. two heads because one head does not fit the snake armor. If I'm correct. Uh-huh. Right. Is that yes. why? I think I so. believe. I believe, and I think the one of them's got longer hair as well. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, kind of like the uh, sort of not as long though as the two thousand uh, right. version. Um, November, uh, we have oh Scareglow, and he's scary because he glows in the dark. Yes, <laughs> I'm so glad we're finally getting a Scareglow. I've always liked Scareglow. <laughs> Me too, and I actually don't have a classic Scareglow. He's one of the few figures I'm missing. Ah, I do have one, and he's awesome. And the uh, the new one's great. Uh, I, I loved it. Also got hands on this one. I don't get the scroll thing that he's carrying around. I'm hoping that's going to have some sort of explanation. Oh, that's the okay. scrolls of Grayskull. It was an old um, newsletter back in the day, probably around 94 or something, before the human Is that what they're hilarious. It wouldn't actually surprise me at this that's point. That's what we're going to go with for now. It's a, it's a nod to the uh, old fans of the internet. Uh, a there we go. Well, it's a very cool. Um, it's a very cool figure. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I do wish that it was a little more um, sculpted, the skeleton part. But I can. I'm not going to complain. It's done very much like the classic one that was, yeah. and uh, it's great. So I, I was very, very, very happy. Um, December is King Randor. I have a few issues with him. I have a few issues with King Randor. Go ahead, Martin. Take the reins. Um, he's too bright. Yes. <laughs> he looks like an escaped prison convict with like a big <laughs> orange jumpsuit on. That's what he reminds me of. Prison escape, Randor. And I mean, he does kind of look like Burger King, uh, <laughs> which a lot of people have pointed out. 
<laughs> I think it's that massive crown more than the beard. His crown looks sort of like it. Yeah, you know, it's funny when I was looking at him, the crown did seem too large yeah. for the figure. And I mean, he has bling, man. That cross necklace <laughs> thing he's got going on his armor is huge. Again, 2002 accessories with this one, though. So happy, happy, happy here. Yes, that makes you happy, doesn't it? The sword and the scepter. <laughs> um, the bonus figure for December is the green goddess, which is a repaint of Tila. Oh, oh, and all Joshua. I'm going to call you that because now I'm angry at you now. She does come with a different staff. She doesn't come with the snake staff. She comes with, a, I don't know, like a harpoon. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Well, nobody showed me that, and yeah. now, dang it, if it was just a repaint, I was going to skip it. Uh-oh. And now that I know that... We I just increased to... Josh's... Uh, and I don't even like the yeah. Green Goddess. I like her. My problem is the coloring. If they would change that for the release, it would be better. I don't like the tone of the green. It hurts my eyes. Kind of like King Randor does. But she does come with um, extra He-Man... Uh, Weaponry, just like when she presented them in the mini comic. You should be excited about that, mini comic <laughs> fans. I guess none of you are. I'm not really. Now, I oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say I don't think I've ever actually read any of the mini comics with the Green <laughs> Goddess in. Martin, I forgive you. It's not <laughs> that important. It's not filmation, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, I got to go with uh, Shadow on that. The. Uh... The That's Green like, Goddess. I have no. She's huge more. Yeah, she's more part of, of like barbarian He Man. Yeah, I'm not big on barbar- barbarian He Man. That's it'll be interesting to see how they work out her bio. I will say that. Oh yeah, that 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 I do. As we know, we've discussed these bios before. I mean, some of them are good. Some of them are interesting. Um, so this will be interesting, <clears throat> I think. Um, now in January. 2010. This is the figure that will start the uh, subscription service if you want to go to the subscription service, or you can buy this wonderful person uh, individually. This possibly is the best, best Master Universe Classics figure that is probably going to be released in the line uh, because she never had a figure before. Um, and she looks like she does in the cartoon. That would be Princess Adora. Yay! I have to say, this is she uh, having also gotten to look at her at uh, Comic Con. Best best figure in the line. Wow! So look at that. Confirmed by someone that is not wrongly attracted to her. <laughs> I'm just sure. Yes. They, I mean, yeah. seriously, it's like filmation walked out of the TV. She, even her hair cut style, whatever it's called, is the same. Yeah. This this really. I think this figure. Um, Almost more than anything else that's come out so far really illustrates the the talent of the Four Horsemen. Oh, definitely. She is definitely. just perfect and brilliant and uh, my most anticipated figure at this point. So Yeah, I mean, like, this figure screams to me, like, this is for fans of Masters of the Universe slash Princess of Power. There's no agenda. You know what I mean? It's like... It's not like, what can we do to jazz this up? This is the figure you would want. Mm-hmm. Had they yeah, made absolutely. an Adora in the 80s. 
Oh, it's just perfect. I have to get off. We have to go into a new subject because I can't talk about it anymore. It's, just, it's, too, it's too awesome. It's too. I have to. Made me sign up for the subscription service. I'm not getting red screens of whatever. Uh, waiting, anticipating to get my Adora figure. I'm subscribing to your subscription. Happy days. Which, by the way, we forgot to mention. You also get a map of Eternia, and um, a bonus figure. But we'll get to him. Um, January bonus figure is Battle Armor He Man. Uh, again, very cool. Yes. Um, the action... F- I don't think the it, it works. You have to s- change the little plates, right? Yeah, I, c- I can actually tell you exactly, because I had it in hand. And yeah, the um, the emblem plates just snap in and out. Okay. So you've got, you get three three of them. One that's non-damaged, one with the one you know slash against it, and the one with the two. So... Um, and it's cool. It's very cool. It was actually much better than I was expecting it to be. So, I, I like Battle Armor. I'm not a huge Battle Armor fan. I'm a, a much bigger fan of just his normal classic uh, armor, like in filmation and such. But, mm-hmm. uh, but it's cool, and I will be snagging one. I hope he comes with a sword, though. They only show him with an axe. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he will. He better. I would be very surprised if he didn't. They, they've been very careful so far to make sure that the figures all come with at least the accessories they came with in the classic line. So I would be surprised if he didn't. Now, he may not come with uh, what they've been doing with the whole sword and then the half sword. Well, no, I just want a sword. Yeah, I think just a sword would be fun. It could even be orange. I would like that. I would like an orange sword that matches armor. Just FYI. I like the color orange. Um, February... We get Trapjaw um, with, um, he has a lot of parts. Not only does he have Trapjaw arms or arm, he has regular arms because he gets to be his, uh, before he was Trapjaw from the Mike Young show. And this may be the first figure that I deliberately buy two of. Um, Like Martin and I are going to do that. No, we're just going to make him Cronus the whole time. (laughs) Are we? Yeah. (laughs) Trap Joe is one of my favorite figures. I decided that Martin's on my side with this. <laughs> um, because I'm not buying two. I like him better as. Is that sick of me? I don't know. I like him better as Cronus. Oh, that's very strange. I love Trap Joe. Trap Joe's always, since I was, you know, four years old or whatever, one of my all time favorite villains from Masters. And, uh,. I definitely prefer him as Trap Job, but the Cronus is really cool. And I mean, maybe because I didn't have him as a child, I'm not like attached. But and no one can tell me that I'm all filmation and no Mike Young because right there, people, yeah, he's gonna be Cronus the whole time. His trap jaw head looks very filmation esque. I thought it does. Excellent, so cartoony. Point. Look at me. I'm like it does. Like I'm a game show host. Um, <laughs> it does. Correct. Look, yeah. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> um, yeah, it does look. Actually, it does look very filmation. It does. Ooh, now I li- now that you pointed that out. <sighs> Damn. Yeah, like I said, this could be one of the one of the first, maybe the first one I have to seriously consider buying two of because it's just he's too good not to display both ways. And then here's the thing that I was thinking too, if. If, if if this line continues as successfully as it has so far, which I'm obviously hoping it will, sooner or later, we're going to get a Keldor. And how cool would it be to be able to display Cronus and Keldor together and Skeletor and Trapdaw together? Now, see, I would buy a uh, 
re-release of Skeletor if he came with a Keldor head. Yeah, I would too. Although I guess I'd want a cape too, so... Yeah, I would rather... Well, I mean, if they do the sort of uh, Mike Young version of Keldor, too, I would rather him, him have the, the the slightly different armor that Keldor oh. was supposed to have rather than the Keldor figure we got in the 2002 line that just had Skeletor's armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it had no crossbones and things like that. I, I'd like them to kind of... And it seems like that's the path they're going down. They're, they don't seem to mind making the different accessories for this line since they're reusing so many parts. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be very, very cool. Um, to do the Keldor Cronus Skeletor Trapjaw thing. Well, the bonus figure in February is um, what's being called a large-scale beast, and I believe his name is Battle Cat, which we already covered, um, because Josh was going to steal his paw. <laughs> I was not going to. I just said I could. <laughs> and I've been as evil as you. I, well, that's true. <laughs> I would have stolen the paw. Yeah. I, I would have probably contemplated stealing the paw longer than you did. Like, yep. the thought crossed your mind, you put the paw back. I would have been like, I could totally walk out with this paw right now. Should I do it? Like, should I put it in my pocket? Are they going to catch me? Am I going to get in trouble? Am I on videotape? Like, I would have went through the whole, like, thought process. But I, I do like that his armor has a little satchel for the sword. Yes. I just, and I the helmet like is just beyond awesome. The helmet was my only complaint about the, the 2002 Battle Cat. I do love the 2002 Battle Cat, but I always wished that his helmet was more substantial than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, always preferred the, the original helmet. And God, it's just perfect. Perfect on this one. <laughs> yeah, the 2000X helmet is not good at all. It's just not enough. It's it's not there's nothing really wrong with it. It's just too small. Yeah. It's it's not a helmet. It's like a headband. <laughs> it's it's like a headplate. Yeah. Not even that. It's yeah. like one of those little tiny hats that people wear. It's his fedora. Yes, fedora. Thank you. <laughs> okay. March. March we get Moss Man. Eat your vegetables. He's flocked too, everybody. Ooh, feels nice. so nice. <laughs> yeah, and the flocking is not the same as the classic flocking. Better or worse? Um, I, I'm undecided. You know, the 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 original Moss Man and the 2002 Moss Man both had that really prickly sort of flocking mm-hmm. on Moss Man, uh, and this one's a much softer sort of flocking. It's not as soft as the flocking we saw on Panthor in both the last two lines, but it's kind of um, kind of in between that and the prickly stuff. So it's uh, it's definitely a very different feel. It's a more mossy sort of feel. Makes uh, sense. And, yeah, and who knows if it'll change at all. Um, this is the prototype that I was looking at, but um, but I think it was mostly uh, it was mostly pretty cool. I love the thing that he's got that he wears kind of around his body and over oh, his shoulder. The little satchel? Yeah, it's like a branch sort of yes. thing. I like it's, that too. Yeah, it's very cool. Nice touch. Something new that's yes. not inspired by anything of the past. It totally enhances the character. I mean, because seriously, if he didn't have that on him, it's like boring. Exactly. Exactly. And he comes with two heads. He comes with the Beast Man head, like the last two, and his own head. And I definitely prefer his own yes. head his own head definitely is his own head in the style of uh, what he looked like in the new cartoon I think so that's what it looks like to me 
Um, I can't comment because I didn't see. It, it looks, it looks near- Mike Young, in my opinion. Like that's what I first thought when I saw it. So you are correct, Martin. Plus one for you. Ding. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the, I, that, that's probably my number one complaint about the '80s line, though, was the reuse of heads. I can stand the reuse of almost any other parts just fine, but when Merman's head was used on Stinkor and Beastman's head was used on Mossman and Fisto's head was used on Clampchamp, and you're just like, come on, guys. Yeah, I don't want a Merman Stinkor head. Do not waste my time, Mattel, with a <laughs> yeah, Merman don't, Stinkor don't head. The, <laughs> yeah, don't waste the plastic, guys. <laughs> well, I actually, personally, I wouldn't care if they didn't waste the plastic on Stinkor at all, but <laughs> don't send me hate mail. <laughs> Mental note, people, Martin will not buy that figure. <laughs> It'll kill the line if I don't buy that figure. Exactly. Martin will you single-handedly... <laughs> so one other figure uh, was shown, and this one you can only get if you join the subscription service. Um, which I did, thanks to Princess Adora. Um, and that is... Wait. What? If you want to save that one for the grand finale, there was one other thing. Oh, did I forget something? You did. What did I forget? Um, live, actually, maybe There was maybe a live two Adora other. model there? No one took a picture? There. Well, oh. I'll tell you, there was something that I did not get to see, but that I did read about after the fact. Zor comes with Tila. Oh, yes, he is the... Um, they finally showed the packaging, so now we know what the secret bonus uh, accessory is that's coming with Tila. I did not get a chance to see Zor, unfortunately, but uh, I'm glad we're seeing Zor mentioned now. I'm, well, what I like is he's he's in scale. He's smaller. You know, it's not like the big one we got in the line back in the day. This right, yeah, that's one. what I was just going to say. I'm undecided whether I like that or not, because I kind of liked Big Zor and Big Screech, but they were not they were out of step with the entertainment material of the day. Hey, it Big, gives me Big. hope that we're going to get an Orko Gwildor 2-pack, and they'll be smaller. Uh, uh, I, I want a, a small Orko, but I, I don't want <laughs> Gwildor. Um, I'm hope. Martin wants a Gwildor, I want a Gwildor, and Katie wants a Gwildor. I want a Gwildor and Cow two-pack. <laughs> uh, you know what? Orco Cow. That would be No, awesome. Cow. Moo. <laughs> cow is awesome. Cow is awesome. Not, 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 not Cow. Cow. Like what you make hamburgers and... <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moo. There, see? I was waiting for him to do it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we can get uh, Cal and Lucky, which I would prefer over Orko anywhere. I would Aww. like, I'd like Orko and Driel. That'd be yeah, cool. I don't think they can do Driel, but I'd like Orko and Driel. Okay, the other thing, the other thing that we that was on display, I also did not get to see these. Read about these afterward, and have heard that they are really lame. Are these attitudes? Master is Attitubes? Oh, yes. Um, let's briefly discuss these. They are kind of like Mighty Mugs, which are I feel are awesome, but they don't look as good. They are... Yeah, they, they are... Yeah. They, I guess because they are shaped kind of like a tube, hence Attitubes, um, where the Mighty Mugs are kind of like cartoony, exaggerated versions, m- more than just shaped not in a tube. 
type thing. Yeah, the Mighty Mugs look like proper figures, and these look like, uh, I don't know, toilet rolls <laughs> with faces on them. That's how I would describe them. Although I quite like the Orko one. Um, yeah, I think, see, it really depends on the figure, on how, or the character, on how adaptable it is to this tubish form. Um, I mean, it's not just a tube. I mean, they have arms and stuff, but it's it's it, they are not as good as a Mighty Mug. Um, I will buy I, some of them. Like, like I did like the Orko, but like the Webster, no. Weird. So, yeah, so which ones did we see? I, I know about Merman and Orko. Uh, Webster. Which kind of threw me off. I was like, of all the ones that they might put out, like Webster? That's a weird... It's like a weird choice for me. And you'd think that, that uh, you know, if they're going to do these, you'd think we'd get, we'd get He-Man and Skeletor in there before these much lesser... I mean, Webster is a much lesser recognizable character, so... Well, do we know, too, these might have just been painted prototypes and the actual ones would look better? I don't know. I think the whole thing is weird. I, it's like I don't get the mini mates thing either. That's uh, not the same idea exactly, but it's a sort of a same general concept of doing these characters in these really weird cartoony. I just I don't get it. Well, o- outside of like Legos, which is a completely different thing, I understand it when they do the little Lego, Lego characters that way. But it just it just seems very odd. Hey, I I agree, but I I mean I would buy them if they were Mighty Mugs, but um, that's Hasbro. I have a, an awesome Cobra Commander Mighty Mug. Dude, I, I actually almost bought that because I did think that the Cobra Commander, which I don't even collect G.I. Joe stuff, um, looked awesome. And mm. I saw it in Target, and I did almost buy it, but I did not. Uh, ah. But I almost did, and I am going to see the movie this weekend. Oh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to Masters of the Universe. Um, the last figure shown was the fan club exclusive figure. That means you have to have the subscription or you're not getting him. He comes with, yes, a plastic loaf of bread. Uh, kid you not. It is basically what we refer to in the classic line as Wonder Bread He-Man, Savage He-Man. They have finally named him. He is Wondar. W-U-N-D-A-R. <laughs> I, I I don't know what I don't know what I think about this. I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's a fun figure. I don't think I, I certainly won't be displaying the loaf of bread with the rest of my collection. <laughs> oh, I the figure am. itself, perhaps, depending on what they do with his bio, if they can make the character acceptable, I may display him. I, I love the idea. I love the humor. I appreciate the humor in it. But can't really take this yeah. one seriously well, at all. Uh, that, see, for one thing, it's a, this is a good choice, in my opinion, for the subscription exclusive. Oh, it's brilliant. Because a lot of fans aren't probably going to want it, so they're not going to be as uh, angry as if, say, the fan club exclusive was something like Adora. Because maybe with legals, they could only release her this way or something. You know what I mean? Like something like that, that people would be all upset about. This, I thought, was perfect. I think it's absolutely hilarious that he comes with a loaf of bread. I think it is hilarious because Mattel is obviously poking hilarious fun at this, this, for lack of a better way, stupid figure <laughs> that that fans have obsessed over. I'm talking like this dates back to like freaking 1996 or something when people found out this figure and it's like wasn't an exclusive from Wonder Bread and we do all this research and we're like uh, no Wonder Bread did like trading cards there's nothing in the records of them doing an action figure mail away and you know people pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this 
stupid figure, and now you can own him with a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, it, it, really, that part of it is absolutely, absolutely brilliant. brilliant. And, I mean, let, let, let's face brilliant. It. Whoever thought let's, of that, I want to give him a high five right now. Yeah, yeah, and I, ha- I have to say that um, it's also brilliant in the fact that any fans who really would care about having this figure are the ones that are going to have the subscriptions anyway. Yeah, because they're going to be the ones buying all the figures. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it, it was a great call. It's a fun figure. Absolutely it's a, it's fun. Very humorous. Very silly. But <laughs> I also like the way the sword. He comes with a sword, and it's colored like gray and uh, 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 like a lighter gray and a dark gray. And I really like it. I think the sword looks cool. Just saying. Yeah. No one with me on that. Okay. It's got the black <laughs> zodiac armor. Yeah, but the sword is really cool. Yeah. Like really cool. Uh, yeah, really uh, to me, cool. to me, it looked like uh, all the other swords that have come with uh, three quarters of the figures. But, but it's all year. about the way it's colored, man. Okay, that's what I'm talking about here. It's, I, I, I know. I just can't go with you because I can't. You know. No, but envision it, man. Two tones of gray mashed together, <laughs> power ready to slice the magic loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he mm. does not come with bread slicing action. Tasty. <laughs> and I have to say, is this now, I think this is, the history is being made here. I think this is the first Masters figure ever in any line to have an accessory that is edible. <laughs> well, I mean, it's technically, I mean, don't eat it, but... <laughs> well, no, I don't think literally edible, I mean... <laughs> Well, until Gwildor comes with um, the the, uh, right in the bucket of chicken, <laughs> dude. See, Martin, this is Gwildor can come with like a bucket of chicken, Robbie's ri- or ribs, Robbie's ribs. <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> oh man, I'm wow. gonna go watch that movie when we're done. Just that scene. Just that scene. <laughs> But anyway, this is brilliant. I have to give high five, kudos, give a bonus, Mattel, to the guy that thought of this because I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I was, I thought. I mean, obviously, I love the Princess Adora is the best figure. Yeah, they've ever done the best figure four horsemen have ever sculpted in their entire careers. Um, but <laughs> this is the most awesome surprise because I, I kind of felt that Adora, they've been hinting at that for a while, was coming down the pipeline. But this was total, you know, out of left field. So that's awesome. Uh, real quick, too, the fan club also gets an e- a map of Eternia, which I will hang on my wall. Brand new drawing. I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, for a map of Eternia. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Uh, yeah, have we it. seen an image of the map of Eternia yet? Yes, a small image. I guess oh. probably so that we cannot uh, reprint it ourselves. All right, so yeah. No getting past that. Uh, you have to join the fan club if you want and they say possibly other uh, little goodies throughout the rest of the year as well. Yes. So there's so. a possibility of getting things that are not even mentioned. So that's cool. Very, very cool. Um, all right. So that's basically it. Art books, Adoras, Wonder Breads. Tila comes with Zor. You get a map. It's great year. 2010 is where it's at, my friends. All of the Masters Universe classic toys can be attained exclusively. Did I say obtained? Obtained exclusively at Maddie Collector, M-A-T-T-Y-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-O-R.com. Don't go to Mattel.com. Go to their site where you buy the stuff and spend your money. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was my like greedy like <laughs> laugh. I'm sorry. I apologize to all of you. I thought you were trying to be skeletal. Yeah, I did too. Oh, really? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a very poor Skeletor. Yeah, I was, say, it. Yeah. I, was going for I was not doing a very good Skeletor voice. I don't... I can't do Filmation Skeletor. It doesn't happen. Sorry. I apologize. Um, anyway, we also want to thank Unemployed Skeletor, Kevin Kahn, for um, breaking into the broadcast. Um, we got to really change our frequency, because this is the second time he's done that, and I don't know if it's appropriate. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have uh, two more uh, little uh, news items to throw at you folks that Josh is going to deliver to you. Uh, TV shows on DVD.com, which is a great website. Go check it out. Recently posted some news about Mill, Mill Creek Entertainment that will be releasing the Mike Young 2002 Masters of the Universe cartoon series on DVD again in uh, September in two uh, different releases. Uh, let them know uh, recently that they have planned but not yet finalized or been able to confirm a uh, release of the Mike Young series on Blu-ray with special extras for sometime in the first part of 2010. So if you are a fan of that show and you want more extras than what we got in the first releases and you like Blu-ray... Please, please, guys, if anybody is listening who has any power over this, give us the surround sound if you're putting it out on Blu-ray. And the other thing is, uh, just a fun little uh, note that came up on the He-Man.org message forums. The fans uh, over the last uh, little while, and they did this during the 2002 line, are constantly trying to predict which figures will be coming out by looking at trademark uh, registrations by Mattel and they can find out oh, there's a trademark for such and such a character that's been filed so we're probably going to get that figure uh, next year or whatever and they, they're doing this yet again recently um, some new ones that have popped up were Fisto, Whiplash and Cyclone however uh, Scott M- Micklick if I'm saying his name correctly uh, if I'm not I apologize otherwise known as Toy Guru posted that uh, we can no longer count on those being any sort of foreshadowing of figures to come within a particular timeline because they are just registering random uh, masters things to throw us off the scent now so we can't figure out in advance what the figures are going to be so basically to not not necessarily random but they're just going to snatch up all of the he-man trademarks that they can well, yeah, but they're they're not doing them in any sort of order, is yes. my my point, based on what's coming out sooner versus what's coming out later. So, so uh, we can no longer do that. And I'm actually happy about that. I don't. I kind of like the surprises when we get the surprises. And and Comic Con was great because we weren't expecting really any of those figures all that much. So, thank you, Mattel. And uh, I thought that was just a neat little piece of news. All right, and as always, thank you for listening to Masters Cast, your He-Man Sheer podcast of fun, because you know you love listening, because it's so fun. I'm John Callis, also Shadow. <laughs> I'm fun, Katie Cartier-Hiley, also known as Rainbow Bright. She's fun. I'm fun, Josh DeLioncourt, also known as Fun Lioncourt. <laughs> and I am Funtin Penny, also known as uh, Wacky Funtin. <laughs> Now, see, Martin went the extra mile. 
Um, he did. <laughs> so he gets another bonus point for this episode, unlike you two clowns. <laughs> Mine sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds rude somehow. <laughs> Good, Good journey. journey. I apologize. I haven't eaten dinner yet. That's why. Oh, God, I would be starving right now.